Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You're tuned into your radio happy hour where we focus only on the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio with us today. And don't forget, today is a great day to plan a Mississippi getaway. You can do that by going over to visitmississippi.org to explore a little more. And if you want to take your browser over to supertalk.fm slash watch, you will see that I am not alone today in the Good Things studio. I have with me Miss Margaret Moke Hempfield for your mother's sake, right, Miss Margaret? That's it. She's a coach. She's an author. She's a small business owner. She's been up to some good things for a while here in Mississippi. And we're going to dive into sort of all of it today. And I want to start with Coach Margot. So where in your sort of life did you find softball, particularly becoming a coach of softball? Well, I played softball early in my career early on. And then my daughter, who was in gymnastics, at the end of that um, season, for her, she decided she wanted to play softball. What was that like for you? For her leaving gymnastics? No, well, when she decided to play the sport that mom oh, enjoyed. I was excited about it because then I could participate in it. You know, it was yeah. something I knew how to play. I did not know the rules of soccer. She tried that out, and all I could do was stand on the sidelines and hope I didn't do anything dumb because <laughs> I didn't understand, and I still don't understand soccer. But with softball, I knew the game. I understood the rules. I understood what it took to make a great player, and I was excited to see that. So when she decided to play softball, I said, that's great. I'll sign up to be a coach. I'm not so sure she liked that, but uh, it worked out well for me. It worked out well for you, and mm-hmm. it's kind of stuck with you ever since then, because how many years ago was that when you became Coach Margot? Oh, goodness. I, I'm I, at least 30 years. Yeah. yeah. And, the, and this sort of mentality has stuck with you ever since, because, you know, for all of us who have our who have children in team sports, they have those coaches, whether we choose to step up to the plate, so to speak, and be that sort of coach for them or mentor beginning to learn the game all the way up until if they continue to sort of grow. Um, and it, it carries a burden to be considered coach and parent, but specifically coach. Mm-hmm. So for you to have stuck with it for 30 years, uh, Mark, Margo, is it okay to call you Margo? Yeah, okay. sure. Um, is is kind of um, it shows a lot about your character. So, what about being coach? Did you sort of click with? Well, it, it sort of stuck with me, honestly, because the first season um, I didn't know any of the kids, and so when we went to choose teams, and I'm assuming that they call it drafting teams, I told the other coaches, I said, I don't know any of the kids. If you'll give me my daughter and a pitcher, I'll take whatever y'all, whoever y'all don't want. And I'll try to make a team with that. And we did. We did make a team. And we won a lot. And the kids had fun doing that. And um, so at the end of that season, they wanted to keep playing. And we the next year, we played rec ball. And at the end of that season, then they said, no, there's got to be something else. So we started, uh, started getting them to a few tournaments. And I guess it was about the third year that I realized that being a believer and knowing that God's providence is on my life and knowing he gives me opportunities, I sat back and I thought, you know, this opportunity is not for me to be with the kids. It's for me to be with the parents because I was able to see a lot of situations where the kids didn't know what to do, didn't know how to respond, responded in the wrong way. And primarily it was because the parents didn't have the background to know how to teach them to respond. So it, it just began a um, ministry. Yeah, it was a ministry. Really, it was. Well, you bring up an interesting port, a point, Margot, because there's many of us listening to good things. Again, we have children in team sports of all kinds. Your specialty was softball, but that's no different than, you know, baseball or football or soccer, even though you don't understand it. 
which tickles me because our producer Rhino, that is his sport of expertise, which I saw him back there shaking his head. But, but I get it. I mean, we all have those areas where we understand the rules a little better. But that sort of relationship, especially now, Miss Margot or Coach Margot, that there are more heightened all-star teams or tournament ball than there was 30 years ago, it feels like parents versus coaches sometimes or coaches versus parents. And rarely do you see a team that synchronizes where the parents and the coaches are kind of all on the same page. So you looked at that as an opportunity versus maybe a burden because I know many who have forfeited being coaches for their children's teams due to the parents. Well, again, primarily it's because the parents don't know how to act or react to specific situations that their kids get into with coaching. For instance, the parents believe falsely in most instances that they need to be there to advocate for their child on that team. That is not true. Any coach worth worth their salt realizes that their job is to try to develop all the children on that team. No, They're the advocate for the children. And the parents certainly don't need to be the advocate for the team against the umpires. And some of them have that misconception. And it just what happens is they don't know how to respond to their children. So one of the first things I would do every year is sit all the parents down on my team and say to them, I know I may not look to you like I know what I'm doing, but I understand the game. I know how to coach. I know how to teach your children. I know how to teach them to act and respond. I want to teach them to be competitive without being mean. And I can tell you that knowing the girl psyche and how she responds, most men have a hard time coaching girls because they don't understand that when the volume goes up, there's a little switch in our head that turns off. And so you have to coach girls differently than you do boys. But um, helping the parents understand that their job was to find something good and something right. When that kid left the field for a practice or a game, it was their job to find something good or something right to commend them on. It, not to point out any problems. That's the coach's job. Let the coach do that. But to find the right thing that they did and commend them. And the other thing that I had to go into with a lot of my parents was don't get so overwhelmed and applauding them and patting them on the back when they do their job. So there's a fine line there yes. is what I'm hearing. Yes. Yeah. If, they, if I have a, a player that I've been working with for two years and she makes a play on a ball in the outfield correctly, catches it in the air, sets, throws the second base, makes the play, don't dive off in the ditch. That would be me. You know? Way to go, honey! And I would turn around and look at you and say, <laughs> she's supposed to do that. <laughs> you know? Help her to understand the difference between this is your job and this is a level of excellence that we're trying to get you ah. to. So I can see now why you, uh, Coach Margot, have been in the game for 30 years and, and, and a lasting impact, at least softball here in central Mississippi. You developed, is it Margot's Cargo Softball Tournament? Is or Well, it's Margot's Cargo, so- Cargo Softball, yes. I mean, we played tournament ball. It was a, definitely a tournament team. So are you still coaching? No. No. Mm-hmm. But is that is Margot's Cargo Softball still around? No. 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 No, well, I started it. It lasted for about 20 years, and at the height of Margot's Cargo, we had six teams in all the age groups, uh, I think eight and under, 10 and under, 12 and under, and on up, and we played all over the country. We won two national championships in the 16s and one in the 14s. I did not coach every team. Um, I only coached one of the teams each year, and the team that I started with I coached all the way until they were 19 and under, and they they were just they were fabulous. And and today, they were family. yeah, they were family. And even today, when I look at that team, I see doctors and dentists and educators and nurses and uh, just a whole game, and they're all contributing to their community in a positive fashion. Every one of them. 
which the percentage of them to be able specifically in softball to go on and make a career out mm-hmm. of their sport is very small and it's even it's it's, it's as small too when you mm-hmm. think about baseball or football but as a parent uh, coach Margo I, I you look at team sports now with all of the tournaments and all of the competitiveness so early with all the specializing and all the costs and all the things that go on would you still advocate for parents to get their kids at least into rec ball or some form of team sports at least at one point in their life whether they excel at it or not because of some of the life lessons they can learn from it well absolutely i think all children need a chance to learn how to work as a member of a team i mean that's it learning how to work as a member of a team makes you a better employee nobody is a solo no one is an island when john dunn said that nobody is an island uh, unto themselves everybody needs to learn those values the other thing i would tell the parents is when they started i would say to them even of the parents of the eight-year-old children if you want your child to go to college on a scholarship teach them now how to study because getting um a scholarship based on their grades is going to be much easier than getting a scholarship based on their athletic ability and if you could get both, that would be a... That would be awesome, but don't yeah. count on it. Don't count on it. and But you can count on more good conversation with Coach Margo. She's also an author of They're Just Teenagers. What do you expect? Oh, there's so much to unpack and more coming up next. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Gallo here for AC Experts, where William Overstreet's my go-to guy. Has been for a long time. Family-owned, not a franchise. 28 years experience from maintenance to installation, new heating, geothermal systems, and repairs come with a full-year warranty. You mention my name, he'll take $50 off servicing. William Overstreet's the AC Experts, 769-237-COOL. Or email directly, theacexperts at yahoo.com. And on Facebook at AC Experts. Or tweet or text me personally, I'll be glad to send you the contact. The AC Experts, highly recommended. Hey, Tom, looks like you're a few guys short today. Yeah, one's been out with the flu, another is at the ER, and Lydia at the office has a sick child. Where's Randy? Another contractor offered benefits. You should call New Care MD. They offer full-service medical care, flat monthly rates. Your guys and their families get same-day appointments and minor emergency service. Contact New Care MD at NewCareMD.com today to learn more about how you can provide affordable direct primary care to your employees. Happy New Year to all you lawn-loving radio listeners out there. This is your local outdoor power equipment specialist, Cameron Hartley, here to tell you all about the great wintertime specials we have going on right now at Hartley Equipment. Homeowners, from now until the end of February, bring in your X-Mark mower and receive 10% off on seasonal tune-up services. For this special, we're also offering free pickup and delivery within 10 miles of the store on all X-Mark mowers. If you're ready to trade in your old X-Mark for a brand new one, then Hartley Equipment will offer you top dollar on your trade-in. Right now, we have financing options with 0% interest and no money down. Get a new X-Mark Zero Term for as little as $79 a month. With the purchase of any new XMark Zero Turn, we're going to give you a free first service and a $100 prepaid Visa gift card. Come by Hartley Equipment in Gluckstadt and see for yourself why we're the number one XMark dealer in Mississippi. And as always, shop, shop smartly, shop Hartley. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. 
We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Rebecca Turner. It keeps hard-boiled eggs in her purse. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Good Things wants to remind you that there are some great things to do in Mississippi, even some unique places to visit. So we want you to go to visitmississippi.org to find out a little more. You can listen to Good Things. We are streaming live at supertalk.fm. If you have a tablet or a smartphone, we hope you've taken the time to download your Supertalk Mississippi app. But the best way to listen to the show each day is going to always be on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station, which you can access anywhere across the state. And I'm Assuming you can access Miss Margot's um, book anywhere too across the state, probably online. But she is an author as well as a coach. They're just teenagers. What do you expect? There's so many things to ask about that book. So first, though, Coach Margot, I think I'm just going to stick with that because mm-hmm. I now I feel like you're my coach in life, especially <laughs> since I don't have teenagers yet. I'm about ooh five years removed, four years removed from that, and they scare me. So how did your time being a softball coach integrated in the community move you towards being an author for this particular book? Well, actually, um, I don't know if it moved me toward being an author or if being an author moved me toward uh, knowing how to coach, honestly. I think they probably both landed on me about the same time. But the one thing I did understand is with children, with adults, with animals, you're not going to get any more than you expect. So if you have low expectations for anyone, that's probably what you will get. So as I was, we had a um, an incident in our community where some children gathered without their parents, and and I was watching around the neighborhood, seeing what the reactions some of the parents were to the uh, the things that happened at the party, so to speak, and. Uh, I overheard one of the parents say, well, you know, they're just teenagers. What do you expect? And that made me think, well, I expect something more than that. I expect them to understand what the truth is and to know how to make good decisions. And I expect them to make good decisions whether I'm standing there with them or not. And so that was kind of the the genesis, I guess, of the book. And then having an understanding, of course, being a believer and coming from uh, a scriptural background and understanding that there are teenagers in the Bible that God had expectations for, and they lived up to them. And these expectations were much more than expectations I probably had of my own children. So it's not like there's there's something that we're expecting out of the kids that they can't achieve, but they don't achieve a lot of times because they don't know. Because well, you don't know what you don't know, That's which, it. which is one thing too. And a lot of us don't know how to raise teenagers. I mean, you know, especially your first one, they're usually the one that you do all the experiments with, and you hope for better for mm-hmm. your second one. That's not that should not be how you parent. But but you know, when you when you think about it as, as new parents, especially if you don't live in that sort of community setting where your grandparents or their grandparents, your parents are are heavily involved to at least just be that shoulder to to talk with and remind you that you were like that once mm-hmm. and you know all of that it can feel like you're going at it alone even though there are millions that are raising teenagers or children um, every day so help us wa- walk us through the book um, uh, coach Margot. how does it how is it sort of set up and is it for anyone raising a teenager or well, you know projective teenager or is it for a certain maybe um, niche that's having trouble with certain teenagers no the book is for anybody uh, that that shares air with another human being, if you want to know the truth of the matter, because you run into people who behave like teenagers every day in your workplace. True story. And that is the truth. And uh, a lot of times you get reactions and responses from people because they don't know how to respond to you or how to react to you. And they don't know because you haven't told them. And so the premise of the book is God had expectations of teenagers throughout Scripture, and I took seven of those teenagers, and I just evaluated what the expectation was. Um, 
Uh, Here's an example of one of the teenagers in the Bible. Well, God expects submission, and I use Mary as a teenager. True. I guess I didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah she was she was a teenager. So if God expects a teenager to be submissive to him, why can't I expect my children to be submissive to me? I can. But they don't if they don't understand what submission is. And that was the first thing I had to do was explain exactly what submission is. A lot of women have a problem with this because they think submission means that you're um, giving up your own hopes and dreams and that you're admitting that you don't know what you're talking about or, you know, all the uh, yeah. different things that go with that. But actually, submission is simply acknowledging that God has a better plan. God has a better idea. He's smarter than you are, and you would be wise to change your plan to fit his plan. That's all submission is. It's just agreeing with God. It's just agreeing with God. And we can agree that they're just teenagers. What do you expect may not be the best thing to say whenever your mm-hmm. children get into trouble, but that having at least something to to help mold the way that you talk to them as they move or teach them as they move into those such impressionable years, right? I mean, they're exactly they're, and they're scary. And, you know, as a parent, again, not there yet. Many of you listening to good things, you're in the thick and throes of it, whether it's with your own children or maybe even your grandchildren. And you see them and you go, what were you thinking? You've lost your dang mind. Mm-hmm. I raised you better than that. And but then it dawns on you. They weren't thinking. They weren't thinking. And but did you raise them better? than that i think uh is what i'm kind of hearing you semi say and i think you know we need some good stepping on toes putting you know putting us in the right way if we want to raise those type of children who you know do answer the call in their life or become you know good citizens within their own community so that was just one example share one more with us i won't make you won't let you give the whole book away coach Margot. but but i'm very intrigued by that I, i at least with the mary example well god expects devotion and i use solomon for that where Solomon chose God over all the wealth in the world because Solomon's heart was devoted to God. And um, it's just, you know, we, ex- we should expect our children to be devoted to their families, to be devoted to their parents, to understand that their parents are the ones on this earth that really love them and, and are looking out for their best and that there is a reciprocal response that should come from children because of that. And I don't, a lot of times I would not see that with children. And the reason was is because they had never had that really conveyed to them. I think a lot of parents believe the premises of, that are in my book. I, I, I don't have any doubt about that. They believe them. They understand them. They just don't know always how to communicate them. And how to be a parent to a child that you think you should be best friends with. When the truth of the matter is, is your job is not to be their friend, it's to be their parent and mold them and make them so that one day they can get out on their own and not do anything stupid. (laughs) (laughs) And then if they do something stupid, maybe the level of stupidity is not as enhanced as it would have been. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Had Because I can remember, uh, you know, a a few times in my late teens, early 20s, where I told when things were had the dust had settled, I remember telling my mom, I'm like, but if you didn't raise me as well as you did, it would have been a whole lot worse. (laughs) It could have been worse. I've heard that two or three times. It could have been worse. One of the things, though, that I uh, realized with kids and with people is you need to do what you say you're going to do. I've seen this a lot, too, is where parents will threaten this is going to be the outcome if you do this, but they never carry through with it. You know, one of my favorite stories, and I probably shouldn't tell it on him because he's not going to be able to listen to this. He's uh, My oldest son is um, in the Air Force, and he has a great job. He's in at Atlanta at the uh, air base over there. But at any rate, when he was younger, a teenager, we told all of our kids in October, now, if you can keep your grades up, and meaning A's and B's, then in the spring, on spring break, we're going to take you to Taos, New Mexico, and go skiing. So that's, we need Sign to, me up. Yeah, we need to keep those grades up. So everybody knew that was the prerequisite. You had to keep your grades up, A's and B's. Well, the time came, and needless to say, David didn't have A's and B's. And uh, he said, well, that's okay. I'll just, y'all go on out there skiing. I'll stay with my friend Chase. I said, oh, no, buddy. You're going with us. You're just not going to ski. Oh. Well, what am I going to do? You're going to film us having fun. 
And that's what he had to do the whole time. And he looked at his dad, and his dad just kind of shrugged his shoulders, you know, as if to say, you know how she is, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's but, where Coach Margo yeah, keeps going, but, yeah. You know, he spent six years as a military training instructor with the Air Force, and he said one of the things he always remembered when he was trying to teach those kids getting off the bus going into the military was, you got to be responsible for your actions. And he would tell him, your mom's not here to pick up after you. you got to be responsible for your own actions. And if you know what you need to do beforehand, then just do it. And don't think somebody's going to let you off the hook because they're not. They're not. Um, and I'll share, I guess, uh, one of the best um, teaching moments that I got growing up, too, was not not nearly that detrimental. But um, anyway, I came across needed some cash from, from Dad, and he gave me to the amount that I needed for a certain situation, but he charged me 6% interest. Oh, yeah. In fact, he told me, call around and get three quotes from different banks if you were to uh, get a loan for this amount of money. What would the interest rate be? And I was like, you know told him and at that point it was six percent interest and so he he made me a ledger book it was my very first like bill experience whatever knowing that if i faltered he you know Mm -hmm. it wouldn't be as big of a deal on him but that you know that was his money he didn't have to loan it to me and he was you never forgot it either did you lord no absolutely not (laughs) and i save up now when i want there you go (laughs) when i absolutely want something and we're saving up some more good questions for coach amargo coming up next here on good things for just pennies on the dollar. That's right. Own fine jewelry for as little as 17 cents on the dollar. Doors close forever Saturday, January 23rd at Soul Burgers Jewelry Ridgeland. I'm Phil Bryant, former governor of Mississippi. I want to share how Mercy House Adult and Teen Challenge is beating dependency and addiction with real results. Families are being restored and relationships healed. Donate a vehicle today in any condition, running or not. Old paperwork is handled and vehicles are picked up and taken away. Donations are tax deductible and 100% of the money stays right here in Mississippi. Call today at 601-572-7296. Thank you. I got my son back. As a small business owner, you know that running a business is no easy task. You're in the office and on your third cup of coffee before most even roll out of bed. That's why you need office equipment and solutions that help keep your business running smoothly. The experts at RJ Young provide office technology that ensures your business's network stays efficient and secure. So you can focus on what truly matters, growing your business. To discover how R.J. Young can help your small business grow, visit rjyoung.com slash smallbusiness. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Be sure to tune in every Saturday morning from 10 until noon for the Handyman Show. Brought to you locally in part by Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions. Protecting your home from structural damage, cracks, humidity, mold, and more. That's Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions of Mississippi. You already know that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. Find out more at madisoncellars.net or stop by today. Madison Cellars on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center. 
Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. Final sale days, final discounts at Soul Burgers Jewelry in Richland. Buy remaining inventory for just pennies on the dollar. That's right. Own fine jewelry for as little as 17 cents on the dollar. Doors close forever, Saturday, January 23rd at Soul Burgers Jewelry, Richland. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to News Mississippi. Prior to signing the bill ratifying Mississippi's new state flag, Governor Tate Reeves reflected on its role in bringing the state together. It is one small effort to unify, but it is done in good faith. It is done with the hope that we can work together, that we can put aside our differences, that we can be neighbors in this state and in this country. He might be young, but he's got some big plans. 18-year-old Brandon Pettis is planning to seek the office of mayor in Oxford. According to the Oxford Eagle, Pettis, a student at Northwest Mississippi Community College, will run as an independent. He graduated in 2019 from Oxford High and will focus on the economy in his bid for office. For more information, find us online at newsms.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. One of the things I enjoy most about raising catfish is the end result, the fish on the truck headed to the plant. I like that because we raised a good product with a, with a good team and a good uh, result from, from all the hard work that we've done. I'm Terry Cruz, and I'm proud to be your 2020 Arkansas Catfish Farmer of the Year. We all have to eat, so if you're going to eat, eat U.S. farm-raised catfish. Who doesn't love the holiday season? Food, family, and friends. Keep Mississippi Beautiful wants to remind everyone that while you're enjoying the holidays, remember to do your part to keep Mississippi beautiful and safe. Mask up, pick up, and clean up Mississippi. Let's all do our part to keep Mississippi beautiful. Together, we can do this. To learn more about Keep Mississippi Beautiful and the beautification efforts across our state, visit KeepMSBeautiful.com. That's KeepMSBeautiful.com. Happy holidays from all of us at Keep Mississippi Beautiful. Whether you're a rebel, a bulldog, a golden eagle, or just a sports fan, Super Talk Mississippi has got a podcast for you. For you. Sports Talk Mississippi, The Rebel Report, Thunder and Lightning, The Super Talk Eagle Hour, and The Borky Show are all now available for you. And it's all free. Free. Get them all on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Here comes more with Rebecca Turner. It is not every day that you find a woman like that. This is Good Things on the Super Talk app, supertalk.fm, and on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. remind you that there's an adventure in Mississippi awaiting you in this new year. You can go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. You can also watch happen watch what happens during good things. We are live and on demand on your computer or on your phone or your tablet. Just go to supertalk.fm slash watch. And just to give you a few updates with vaccine info, the Mississippi Department of Health continues to distribute the COVID vaccine to private providers and hospitals throughout the state so that when you become eligible for the vaccine, you can have access to it if you choose. So Mississippi is following a phased approach to prioritizing vaccination. So as more vaccine doses do arrive over the coming weeks, vaccinations will be expanded to other groups like essential workers, people with chronic diseases, and then the public as a whole. So if you would like to know all the updates on vaccinations, you can visit msdh.ms.gov for more info. And we're going to get more info from Coach Margot, who I think we all are feeling a little connected to. <laughs> I just feel like you need to lead a parenting group, but you kind of did. You wrote the book for it, which yeah. was, they're just teenagers. What do you expect? And I expect to learn a little bit more from you as, as we continue on good things, because this all kind of leads everything we've been talking about from 
the, your perspective to coaching and softball to parenting to you know writing the book it all feels like you are just asking people no matter where they are to treat people decently it just all comes down to the way we treat each other and I feel like now more than ever uh, that's a good conversation to have so who in your life coach Margot sort of instilled those values in how you should treat people well, I'd say it's definitely my mom, my mother, um, who maybe I shouldn't tell, but she'll be 95 years old in a few days. Um, I have to be careful. I hope she's not listening because she doesn't like for us to say how old she is. That's an, a, a huge accomplishment. She should be proud of 95. Yeah, but she doesn't want you to say she looks 95. She wants you to say she looks uh, 70. <laughs> so for anybody out there that might see her in the next day or two that might be listening, please tell her she looks 70. She looks 70. Yeah. So what was it about um, her and her upbringing for you? Because it feels like a lot of your wisdom that you've brought into your coaching as well as your writings came from your own experiences uh, with your mother what, what was she what kind of figure was she like in your life well she just um she was a good mother in that she always had expectations for us and she was able to voice them but she never did it for us she always allowed us to achieve what we were going to achieve and then give us accolades for it or uh, create a disaster that we were going to create and then pick us up and show us where we went wrong. So it wasn't like she was there. I mean, we played sports, but she wasn't at every game. Um, we She had an expectation that we would be in church every Sunday, and we were, and that was a that was a, something you just didn't cross that line. You went to church, and I, I'm thankful for that now. Uh, she prayed for us, and we knew she prayed for us, and uh, she was always wanting us to be the best that we could be, but she never said, you need to go to college. Does that make sense? It was always, you had this expectation, but she never came out and said, this is what you need to do. She let us each find our own way. Which I think, too, is important uh, these days as we as we continue to parent our own children, as we continue to sort of look back and reflect and figure out where we're going next. Um, I think, you know, personal responsibility is a big thing that's been lost in a, a lot of generations. And I would say even just in adults as well, which this is good thing. So we're mm-hmm. going to keep that sort of positive in nature. But I guess this all ties into, I guess, the third pillar of your um, personality, Margot, is the fact that you're also an entrepreneur and a small business owner and have have thrived fairly well um, here in the central area so when when did you find the time to start a small business well i started a small business um, really out of necessity because i left a great job to write the book and once the book was completed and of course a no publisher at that moment i realized well i need to go back to work but nobody wanted to hire me because even though I had degrees, you know, chemistry and uh, math, and I had years of experience in management, I was not—I was not seen as someone you would want to hire at a lower pay level because I felt like I would leave. And, and I understand that now, looking back on it, I understand it. But all of that, God was working together to give me an opportunity to have my own business because. I see now that had I been working for someone else, they would not have been as happy with me taking off so much work to go and speak about the book or speak to women's ministry groups or to business groups or doing seminars or that kind of thing, which I had the opportunity to do because of the book. And um, so I started, I got to thinking, my husband even said, well, what is it that you like to do? Not chemistry and math, but what do you, well, I like to draw, you know. And what I wound up doing was teaching myself graphic design. I started One Way, which is a graphic design promotional products firm in Richland, Mississippi. That was 24 years ago, I guess. And um, we serve a a lot of large customers throughout the state with their promotional needs. One of the things that makes us unique is we do a lot of our imprinting in-house, especially on apparel and embroidery on caps and that kind of thing. As I was sharing with you earlier, your parent company is one of our customers. and so, um, Which I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> but um, we do... Uh, we do a lot of good things for a lot of companies, helping them to promote their brand 
basically is what we're doing and we do the graphic design screen printing dye sublimation vinyl uh transfer all of that is done in-house other items so we have vendors that supply for our customers and so it just depends on what you want you know and we help you figure out when all these kind of things when you started this uh one way 24 almost 25 years ago coach margo did you see that it would become what it has become today i, I did not the only thing that i was very happy about when I started One Way is that if something went wrong, I knew who did it because I was the only person working there. One of the things that was most difficult for me in management was when something went wrong, trying to figure out who knew what happened and what did go wrong and what were the circumstances so we could avoid it again. And uh, so when I was the only one employed at my company, I knew who messed up if it was messed up and I could take full responsibility for it. And that's kind of when I formed my own little set of rules that we still have for our company. And one of them is you need to come to work. That's rule number one for our employees, come to work. And rule number two is be on time. If you can't be on time, we can't schedule anything. So you have to come to work, you have to be on time, and you have to treat your customers like they matter because they do. And one of the things that we tell our employees all the time is, Without the customers, there's no order. Without the order, there is no company. Without the company, you have no job. So we try to treat our customers with respect. If we do something wrong, we own up to it and we correct it and we um, make whatever amends is necessary on that. And the last thing is we just try to be kind to one another, treat treat each other with respect. We go in every day with the assumption that no employee is trying to mess something up. And that everybody's trying to work hard, but things do mess up on occasions. And so you just have to remember and to be kind to each other when that does happen. Coach Margaret, it feels like there's just no fluff with you in terms of you are very black and white, straight to it. There's no um, misconstruing what you what you mean you say uh, or what you're saying is what you mean. Do do employees sort of gravitate towards that or have you had to weed a few out in the last 25 years? Well, well, I've had to weed some out, but not because of that. But I am very straightforward. I I say what I think, and I try to mean what I say. But, um, yeah, I don't – I think the employees appreciate that because they don't have to wonder what I'm thinking. And I think that's a lesson we can all take listening to good things, too. And just, you know, I think I, we started this conversation with you, Coach Margot, the fact that soft, you coached softball for, I guess, 30 years ago or for so many years, Margot's Cargo Softball, some that may resonate with uh, that that knows that team. And it feels like, yeah, you, you are that coach that so many people um, look look to and look, uh, look for in the different phases of their life, whether it be actually on the softball or baseball or football field. Field, while why coaches can have such a uh, positive impact on us that lasts throughout the life stage, but then too taking that mentality right into parenting and now being a small business owner. So I have to ask, what's next, Coach Margot? I mean, are you going to start coaching your grandkids' team? No, or? I tried that one time. I'm too old to coach. <laughs> I don't know. You're doing figured, a pretty good job of it here no, today. Well, I, well, I'm talking about the sports. I mean, that's a lot of hard work, you know. When yeah. uh, um, my third oldest grandchild was ready to play t-ball her mom was going to coach her team and i thought that was great i get to go and be the granny in the stands but then mom found out she was pregnant with twins just as the season was starting and they put her on bed rest so granny got to coach the team and we had a good time and but i realized then yeah i'm too old to coach i'm too old that's a lot of hard work and it needs to be left to younger folks needs to be left to younger folks but mm-hmm. all the wisdom there you can't leave that out and that's all nestled in your book which is they're just teenagers what do you expect i like what you said that anyone who has air in there or breathes air should read this book so where do we find this book well you can find it on our website waterloneline.com and um really that's the best place and i sell a lot of them in the back of the house when i go and speak at events if you have a ministry event coming up or a business where you need to have some motivational uh guidelines or motivational speaking done i'm happy to do that and i sell a lot of books out of the back of the house then well we appreciate your time here on good things today coach margo and look forward to keeping up with you but you stick with us we've got a few more good things for you coming up next
Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt, Mississippi's newest gun store with indoor range, firearms training center, and full-service gunsmithing department. Right now, we're offering special pricing on our individual, couples, and family memberships. We're so sure you will enjoy a membership and the exclusive benefits that our members enjoy that we don't even ask you to sign a contract. Come browse our huge selection of guns and accessories or look into signing up for one of our many firearms training classes. The range by Jimmy Primos just off I-55 at the Gluckstadt exit. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Hi, this is Dale Danks with Danks, Miller & Corey. With more than 100 years of combined experience, we have the expertise to handle even the most complicated matters. When you need a lawyer to fight for you, don't compromise. Contact us online at DanksMillerCorey.com. You already know that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. Find out more at madisoncellars.net or stop by today. Madison Cellars on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center. Hi, I'm Shelby with Two Men in a Truck. Did you know that we aren't your regular moving company? We are equipped to move you across the country or even as easy as across town. Call us today for a free quote at 601-853-9644 or at twomenandatruck.com. This is the closing agri-market report. At the close, in your cotton exchange, March cotton was up 127 to 8170. May cotton was up 128 to 8245. At the close, the Chicago Board of Trade, March soybeans were up 45 and three quarters to 14, 18 and a quarter per bushel. May soybeans were up 43 and three quarters to 14, 13 and three quarters per bushel. March corn was up 25 cents to 5.17 and a quarter per bushel. May corn was up 25 cents to 5.19 per bushel. At the Mercantile, February live cattle was down 92 to 112.47. April live cattle was down 70 to 117.65. March feeders down 292 to 133.97. April feeders down 277 to 136.25. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is up 17 points, 31,025. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is the Mississippi Agri-News Network. Heat, drought, wind, hail, northern corn leaf blight, gray leaf spot. If your corn is under stress, you are too. Get Veltima fungicide, swift activity, with fast payback, an expanded application window. (sighs) Makes life simple, and it's a secure choice. With powerful residual for visibly healthier corn. Swift, simple, secure. Veltima fungicide. Call your BASF rep today. Always read and follow label directions. Veltima fungicide is not registered in all states. Everyone these days is trying to connect by sharing what makes them special. At Adama, we know what makes us special. A secret recipe for successful crop protection. Ten scoops listening, two scoops crop protection. Why so darn much listening? Because we believe good crop protection starts with good listening. We pay attention to what's keeping you from the harvest you deserve. Once we know your pain points, we come back with ideas created just for your brand of pest. Adama. A-D-A-M-A dot com. Let's you talk and us listen. All the folks in the Capital City metro area love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Rebecca Turner. She's amazing. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. such thing as National Shop for Travel Day? 
course you wouldn't, but you shouldn't be surprised because there's a national day for everything. And it is to celebrate the fact that the holiday season has faded away. And it's an opportunity to turn your mind to your next opportunity for vacation. So that is a good reminder for you not to delay on planning a Mississippi adventure in 2021. Why not take National Shop for Travel Day and go to visitmississippi.org to learn a little bit more. And Richard from Wiggins chimes in on the ceasefire text line, said our guest, Coach Margo, which Margo's Cargo Softball, if you um, are in the area and probably knew of her, the Nick Saban of softball. But I think we all had those Nick Saban-like characters or figures, even if they didn't have the winning uh, you know, trail behind them. In our own life, if you did team sports, I am so... I'm so pro team sports for any child at least once or twice to try it out. I'm also that devil's advocate that likes to remind parents that's not the only thing out there for kids to do. There are other ways if your child just shows no athletic um, ability, don't put them through that, to have like that team experience. But I think kids being a part of some form of organized teamship is that even a word? I don't know. That <laughs> is good early on. Is that a yay or nay from you, Rhino? Oh, yeah. It's it's always a good idea to have your kids socialize in a competitive environment. Yes. And, it you know, even if your kids don't show competitive tendencies, we still, for now, we live in a, you know, a capital society and competitiveness is part of business. It's competitiveness is part of it's kind of into, interwoven into the fabric of life, and you have to learn to respect it and to set boundaries with it and to either be motivated by it or, if not motivated by it, at least being able to work within it uh, because, and you know, it's just – it's part of life. And as she mentioned, you know, there's – nobody lives on an island. Uh, no matter where you go or, or what you choose to do professionally – our kids are going to have to work in some form of team setting. I mean, you know, just take the show, for example. There's no way that just one of us makes all this happen. There's there's Rhino and I that make it happen, and then there's all the people, you know, behind the scenes. And that's just one job instance out of, like, bazillions out there that um, that could be considered a team effort. And so if you want any form of, I guess, enjoyment out of life, you've got to learn how to be part of a team and wrestle with that because not all teammates are going to be great not all teammates i mean are going to coach margo said it best she was quoting john dunn no man is an island you, you got to be able to interact absolutely and be able to interact as well while we're speaking on sports just a little bit all those sports talks comes up next i notice over on news.mf or news mississippi which is our official news source here on a super talk that the Sanderson Farms Championship of 2020, yes, it looked a little bit different, as you know, due to the whole pandemic that was going on then. But they still were able, thanks to the generosity of sponsors and Mississippians alike, maybe even including you, they donated a record-breaking $1.45 million to the Friends of Children's Hospital. So that is some good news to share and to also show that even during a pandemic, Mississippians still show up to give to those causes that matter most. And uh, the Friends of Children's Hospital definitely matters a lot to a lot of families. Even if you've never had to use it, that is a blessing in and of itself. It's one of those places you hope you never have to see the inside of, but you are grateful that it's there. So I know they're grateful that uh, despite the 2020 pandemic, they were still able to, you know, provide a nice little check. Speaking of nice little checks, I'm sure you've heard that Friday you have an opportunity to win a big one. And by big, I mean mega. And if you don't know what the number's up to, don't worry. At some point, enough is just enough. And just go buy your <laughs> ticket. Again, like I say, even if you're not a gambler, go give your $1 or $2 and get your Mega Millions ticket. And just know that you're donating to the Mississippi Roads and Bridges Fund. So whether you win or lose, you're still going to benefit from it in some capacity. And who knows? Cross your fingers, hope to die. Who knows? you got to be in it to win, right? <laughs> but I think now it's up to, is it 610? Is it it's some ridiculous number. Some ridiculous number. A just, life-changing amount of money. Life- A generational wealth-making money. 
it's like they could accidentally leave off a con, a, 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 a little condom or a comma, and it still wouldn't matter. Like it would still, you would just have more money than you ever know what to do with. But I'm sure you could think of plenty to do with if you want it. Five hundred and ten million, I think it is. Six hundred twenty-five. Oh no, no, excuse me. Let me give you your hundred and ten million dollars. Six hundred and twenty-five million is the current. <laughs> <laughs> Let me not cheat you now. <laughs> Don't cheat yourself. Stick with us. We've got more coming up next here on Super Talk. You've got Sports Talk Mississippi from three to six p.m. Rhino and I will be back tomorrow at two. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Talk Mississippi Media Production.